I'm Rebecca. And I'm Gary. And welcome to episode 63 of Choose Film, a real retrospective podcast, where we take a close look at a film chosen by our guest host. However, this is our bonus episode for Date Night. So Gary, how did you find the theme? Like, I think I said, what was the last theme before this one? Can you remember? Uh, I'm actually taking a blank. <laughs> um, uh, the one with Highlander, I think it was, and um, the mummy magic. Magic. And I that said at the end of magic that I felt like it lasted forever. Date nights lasted longer. <laughs> we have done an extra episode, to be fair. So we have. We've done an extra episode, well. and then I think just we're still getting used to releasing every sort of couple of weeks as well, aren't we? So it's yeah. So, um, but no, it's been fun. It's a real diverse selection of films as well. Yeah, um, a lot of the ones I probably wouldn't have considered a date night film, but I guess any film you could watch as a date night. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not everything. Like, I don't think you'd stick on the Human Centipede, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a mood, a mood killer to Unless be honest. Unless you're into like a kinky date night or something <laughs> like that. Oh my God, <laughs> let's hope not. Um. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I was I was assu- I was wondering and maybe assumed that most people would have picked a romantic comedy, but mm-hmm. I didn't really go that way, I don't think. No. I think we got we did get a nice mixed bag. Yeah. I think I did enjoy the the two that did seem to tick that box the most were About Time and mm-hmm. Notting Hill. Yeah. And I actually really enjoyed talking about them. I enjoyed talking about them all, but those mm-hmm. two I think because I think with like films that are considered just like rom-coms like it's harder to dissect and look for things because everybody thinks they're the same you know cliche formula but yeah i think we found a lot a lot of interesting points on about time and notting hill yeah absolutely it was good fun like everyone as well with our guests as well everyone brought something a little bit different as well and different points and mm-hmm. the films all felt like justified after the end of the conversation didn't they so um justified good. as good choices i don't know if they were all justified as date night films i'm joking <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> well they're not becoming back then gary that's that <laughs> bridges bridges have been burned <laughs> um uh, so your highlights you would say would be well like uh, highlights in a sense of what you thought was the best choice or what you thought I really like talking about that particular film um, in general. I think the highlights for Good Choices was probably about time and Notting Hill, but one of my favourite ones to talk about was The Shining as well. Yeah, really that was enjoyed. the first one, wasn't it, that we did? I really enjoyed dissecting that, but I think anyone in their granny would really enjoy uh, dissecting that film because there's so <laughs> much in it. <laughs> yeah, juicy, lots to unpack. <laughs> yeah, it was good, it was good. It's good. What about you? Oh, um, I don't know. Um, I did, I did like watching Notting Hill again. There was a lot of films that I hadn't seen either. Um, I hadn't seen About Time before. I don't think I'd seen The Shining all the way through. Bottle Rocket. Um, enjoyed Shape of Water, but yeah, I just really enjoyed. I'm missing someone, and I don't want to miss anyone. No, that's fine. <laughs> what was the other film? Um. What else did we have? Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love. 
Oh gosh, I can't believe I forgot that. Jamie's going to get me in so much trouble. Dirty Dancing as well. Gosh, mm. there were so many films. It was Notting Hill that we did first, wasn't it? Um, I guess, yeah, Crazy Stupid Love was the controversial choice. I don't think you and Jamie were expecting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, a nice big array of, array of choices. It was a very diplomatic answer, wasn't it? I don't actually didn't actually say which one I liked yeah, the most. You, yeah, you were playing it. You were you were playing it safe. <laughs> playing it safe. <laughs> um, but no, it was good fun. So yeah, well, on that note, what would you recommend as a date night choice? What are you so, you and Karen sticking on? Yeah, we'll pretend Karen picked this as well. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so if I was to pick a date night film. And I'm not going to speak about it too much because I'm hoping it will still get picked further down the line. <laughs> but that Gosh. is La La Land. Oh, what a surprise! Yeah, I have <laughs> spoke about this film so much. Here's to the ones who dream Foolish as they to the hearts that ache ears to the mess we make she captured a feeling sky with no ceiling the sunset inside a frame ears to spoken about how good Emma Stone is we have spoken about how good Ryan Grossling is but together they are the definition of on-screen magic I would say oh, you know, oh, both, both, of them, like, both of them steal the scenes from each other in the film and I think it just makes it that wee bit more powerful as well mm-hmm. what do you think of my choice I've only seen it once and I think like what it what the film did, so like this whole sort of old school Hollywood glamour, which I really like. I like, you know, films that, like musicals in that way, which is interesting because I know you're not like the biggest of musical no. buffs. Neither am I really, but there's a few that I'm like, yep, I really like that. And I do like old school sort of Hollywood. So I think it's a bold, brave choice that they went for Even though it's a musical. contemporary as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I mean. Um, it's bold and I did enjoy it, but I think... I need to watch it again to really yeah. get it because I feel like it's a bit. Think, how many times do you think I've seen it? Ten. I've only seen it three times. Wow. Yeah, but it just hits me every time. That gets you go... in the right spot. Yeah, and I don't need to keep going back. I know I appreciate <laughs> it, and I just go back every now and again. Yeah, um, to like sit back and embrace it rather than 
analyse it and dissect it. Yeah, and yeah. there's just like the colours in it are so vibrant. I just love the purple tones throughout. Purple's my favourite colour. Mm-hmm. Um, the music is catchy, it's emotional, dreamlike. And the music always matches like what the characters are feeling as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's more than just a musical though. It's like a comedy, it's a melodrama. Um, it's got one of the purest but saddest endings of any film yeah. I've ever seen. And like I won't spoil that, but like as a creative person as well, like with hopes and dreams and ambitions, you can relate so much to the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would like to watch it again. I feel like it's one of those films that's mar a bit like Marmite for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Whenever I speak to people about La La Land, they either really, really love it or they really, really don't like it. Yeah. Um or they don't see the hype or anything. So I'm sort of on the fence with it. Well, I think it's interesting and it's kind of sad as well when you watch the film is you root for both characters to like achieve their goals. So like Emma Stone's character like wants to be like an actor yeah. like, known for her performance and then you've got Ryan Grossland's character who like wants to open up his own jazz bar in a certain location uh, for his own personal reasons. Mm-hmm. But the closer they get to their goals, it's also what's breaking them up as a couple, which is really sad yeah. because they both push each other towards their dreams, but it's actually like what tears them apart as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like when most films fail, they kind of fail because they don't stick the landing at the end of the film. You know, mm-hmm. you really enjoy this and you go, well, that ending was shite. Like when mm-hmm. you don't enjoy some films. But I actually think the last 10 minutes of this film is its strongest and... Mm-hmm. As I said, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. So I feel like no. I mean, there's a definite capture of reality, isn't there? Like, there's so many people out there that are in relationships where they feel they love each other, but you know, they both have different dreams and different paths, and sometimes they go on that path together or they don't, and it it's not necessarily anyone's fault, but it is just that you've got things to do, and so do I, and maybe we'll get back together one day and things like that but it's something um quite mature about it isn't there where you can sort of go this is where I think I need to be you need to be there rather than he cheated on me or um yeah. you know all these other things that you see in in stories oh, absolutely yeah, yeah. very often so what is your yeah. pick what would you have picked what would you have liked to have dissected more chatted about um it's actually one of the films that i recommended on my very first episode and the bonus episode with ashley all those moons ago (laughs) it is the terminal mr navarsky please follow me while you were in the air, there was a military coup in your country. The Republic of Krakosia is under new leadership. Krakosia! <laughs> I don't think you get it. You are not to leave this building. America is closed. Do you live nearby? Yes, Gate 67. Did you say Gate 67? Oh, we headed for home? Uh, no, I am delayed a uh, long time. There's a man walking around the terminal in a bathrobe. You know those flight attendants, they're always ready for sex. Why do you think they can't stop smiling? You are the kind of woman who can get any guy she wants. Why Victor Navorsky? That's something a guy like you 
could never understand. You ever feel like you're just living in an airport? I just really loved the film and there is, I always forget there is romance in it, like for quite yeah, yeah. a lot of the characters. I just love the story. I find it um, really gripping. I sort of get lost in it. And um, yeah, funny performances are great. And it does make me want to hang out and go on holiday and go to a new I was going to say, oh. yeah, do, you, do you want to just hang out at the airport <laughs> or do you want to have a destination at the end? <laughs> I know, I know. Do I want to be Tom Hanks? Do I want to be Captain <laughs> Seat Jones? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just love the film and I felt like it kind of, fitted in quite nicely with the date night theme because there's again it's not romance 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 there's a nice wee variety of different themes in there which is enjoyable yeah i mean i've only seen the film once as well i watched it maybe last year or the year before in lockdown um but i really enjoyed it the film is heartwarming and humble it uses that fish out of water formula perfectly Mm -hmm. It's got a great mix of comedy and sadness. And yeah. M- maybe that's what all date night films should be. I think it's a comedy and a wee bit of sadness as well. You know, <laughs> and get yeah. all the emotions going. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sitting there watching the other half going, are they going to cry? No, no soul. I don't have yeah. any soul. <laughs> um, but I actually think um, with the terminal, it shows you that you can find meaning and like, the smallest world around you as well. Like, yeah. the main character is Victor, isn't it? He's mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. So, like, Victor finds the airport fascinating and amusing and almost like it's an adventure. It's Disneyland. An ad- yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's like Disneyland to him, yeah. Uh, he finds friends and companionship and, as you said, Rebecca, a little bit of romance. Mm-hmm. He also gains respect from people that are laughing at him at the start as well. Yeah. Um, and it's all about being adaptable to the mm-hmm. environment that he's in. Um, he makes the best of a bad situation and maybe that's something we should all learn to do as well, yeah. Yeah, very positive yeah. sort of outlook on life and um, so the patience, the amount of patience he has, <laughs> the patience of a saint, yeah. like, okay, I'll stay here. Yeah. Okay then, that's fine. I'll wait. And let's be honest, nobody can argue that Tom Hanks isn't one of the best actors working today, or maybe of all time, like one of them. And he plays Victor so sympathetic. Naturally, yeah. He's so good in it, yeah. I also like how the film's kind of shot as well. Like, I remember watching it and it's got this like feel of voyeurism through it. Mm -hmm. So we either see Victor through the eyes of, you know, the crew or like the, the workers in the airport or the passengers. Yeah. And if it's not through them, it's through like the CCTV footage yeah, and the monitors. Yeah, like brothers watching. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the hierarchy's like keeping an eye on him as well. Yeah. Like, so it's it's not quite flying the wall, but it's like that you know, yeah, voyeurism I think is the best way. Yeah, to, to adds into that whole security sort of feel of he's not allowed to leave. Um yeah. It really adds to that, doesn't it? And again, you've got a great variety of different angles actor Stanley Tucci who I was mm-hmm. chatting about last night and just saying how he just makes it all look so effortless like every character he plays you're like I believe you I believe yeah. it all <laughs> it's just so versatile yeah he's great in it he is yeah. he's great in everything though yeah yeah absolutely good choice good choice thank you 
Thank you. Well, we're going to have a little look at our listeners' reel. We got some wonderful feedback um, from all of our listeners. So thank you so much for doing that. And please continue to do so. Um, Do you actually want to share, Gary, about the Facebook group that we have as well? Yeah, so we have started up a Facebook group. Um, If you search Facebook, choose Film Podcast, you'll find the group. and in there we post the films that we're going to be discussing that's up and coming or ones that we've just released and it's a good place to like let us know your thoughts on the films and also like what we're saying about them do you agree with us do you not are we talking absolute rubbish or <gasps> speak you for yourself points? <laughs> um, yeah so just just leave your uh leave your comments and in, in the facebook group and we'll be sure to read them out on our bonus episodes We could also probably bring up some of the points if you get them in before we do the episode on it. So if we say Mm. next week we're recording episodes on X, Y and Z and you've got some thoughts on them, let us know and we'll try and Mm. maybe bring them into the episode as well. I haven't seen that. What? X, Y and Z. Oh, that's great. That's great. (laughs) Actually, the last time I was at the cinema, I seen a film called X, which I highly recommend. Oh, really? Yeah. What's what is that? I think I've heard of it. It's actually. a horror film, and mm. it's really homaging old eighties classics. But mm. it's also set as the porn industry moved to VHS, so this is when it started <laughs> to become available in people's house, houses. Ah. And a group of uh, a group decided to try and take advantage of that, and I'll say no more. Mm. It goes horribly wrong. It sounds good. Yeah. I've been watching, when I have time to watch, <laughs> I've been watching Euphoria. Mm, I've heard good things. Uh, very good. You would, I think you would enjoy it. Um, very interestingly shot. Um, the music's great as well. Performances are good. And um, I described it as like a darker, like One Tree Hill kind of <laughs> feel yeah. or like a dark, like, Glee kind of thing um, where you know there's a group of teenagers in high school but I feel there's a lot of themes in it that are really like um, relatable current to what's going on the now and mm-hmm. what people have more of an awareness of it is kind of on my, my list but instead I decide to go back and binge something I've already seen <laughs> why do we do that it's like a comfort blanket or something isn't it it's I think just... sometimes it's because you don't need to pay that much attention if you're busy yeah. Because you already know the story. So you just along for it's like going on a roller coaster the second time. You know, mm. you know what to expect and mm-hmm. you enjoyed it the first time, so you do it again. Well like going in the teacups just over and over again. <laughs> um, I, I would like to be a bit more adventurous than that, but <laughs> <laughs> the caterpillar rides, yeah. <laughs> uh lovely. Well, let's move on to um our lovely comments. We did have um, one recommendation of what they would have maybe picked or liked to have seen on date night. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Jamie McKinley um, from um, podcast Just Get a Real Job and he was on mm-hmm. way back in our cinematic classics um, said that he would have recommended When Harry Met Sally, which I know is a film that you guys chatted about. Yeah, I'd have spoken about it again. I would have, yeah. Oh, what a great film. Love I it. I think it's maybe my favourite rom-com. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe. That's so good. Meg Ryan, rom-com genius. 
So for about time, Andy McEwen says it is the most middle class film ever made. Um, and to be fair, we did bring that up though on yes. the podcast. We did say how like the troubles that the family has seems to be quite middle class troubles. Mm. I would quite like to see the scheme version of About Time. You know, <laughs> like set it maybe ten years, twenty years later. His like grandson is you know decided not to take the family inheritance and is trying to make it his own using mm. time travel. Yeah, love yeah, it. I don't, I don't know how much Richard Curtis would agree on that that take of. You never know, he could be listening right now going, ah, oh, it's a great idea, Gary. I'm going to do it like scheme type where like the guy goes into a wheelie bin to yeah. <laughs> go back in time. <laughs> a wheelie bin, great shout. Yeah. Oh, God. And Craig Mooney, who was also previously on our magic theme, I think it was Jumanji he brought on, wasn't it? It was, um, yes, yeah. He said, my favourite rom-com, what a film. So yeah, a lot of fans of About Time. Craig has said it's like his favourite rom-com. Andy McEwen hasn't said whether he likes it or hates it. He's just stated a fact. He's just made a <laughs> comment and that's it. <laughs> Who knows? Call in now. What do you think? <laughs> so for Notting Hill, Screen Nerd Podcast says, a long time passed and rewatched it and still had the same feeling as the first time. I did get excited when I saw Emily Mortimer in it because I forgot she was in it. Uh, I'd love to know what their feeling was on the film because they've just told us that they had the same feeling. Did they like watch it and hate (laughs) it and then watch it again and still hated it? Or did they like it? I hope people don't think that like when they write in this is what's going to happen that you and I are going to go, well, they didn't actually give as much of a gauge. No. No. (laughs) Please send us your reviews. I'm sure thoughts. That's the thing. What Um, I will say is it is interesting that uh, Emma Mortimer is in it because I think with the scenes that she's in it, like it's quite impactful and she's only on screen, I think, for I don't know. Like yeah. five minutes at the most. So she is one of the people that he dates where After. he kind of goes through like a series of yeah. quick fire dating, doesn't he? Mm. Um, Emily Mortimer. I know she sometimes just pops up in like the weirdest of films. Is she not in Scream 3? Yes. And she's also so in Shutter random. Island. Yep. As well. Yeah. Always delivers though. Jamie Russell. And this is more about the podcast rather than the film. Excellent podcast. Oh, a lively and engaging discussion on a film that I need to rewatch soon. I particularly liked the secret private garden interpretation, Gary. One point, one point to Gary, I'll take it. I'm sorry, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> but is there a point scheme? What's <laughs> wow. Isaiah Hamilton says, I love it. It's a must watch if you're a fan of rom-coms. And then she said, also in brackets, much like Ghost, the film Ghost. And that that's kind of choice. a dig at me because when she was on the podcast, I told her that I've never seen Ghost. And uh, that was over a year ago and I've still not seen Ghost. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, what's that about? <laughs> Somebody needs to pick it, I guess. Somebody needs to pick right, it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to pick it no matter what the theme is, just Ghost. <laughs> lovely and Isela was also on the um that was the sister act episode wasn't yeah. it yeah that's when she said to me yeah that's when Could... she was disgusted with me oh, gosh that's one of the things as well um 
So all of you that probably follow our social media, I've started going from the very, very beginning of the podcast and going through all of the recommendations and posting them on. So it's great to sort of go back and see all of these things that have been recommended and um, it's good to spread the word. And also, if you're listening and go, I know something that... um, Everyone should check out whether it's, you know, a project, a play, a film, maybe a book or something. Um, we'd love to hear it. So um, along with all of your reviews and comments, you can always also send us that as well. <laughs> uh, lovely. So The Shining. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Robin Riding says, this is a masterpiece of a film, which I think is quite unanimous, isn't it? Yeah, like I remember speaking about this film, and I was like, I think like the legacy of the film is now bigger than the film itself, and I think yeah. it's just going to grow and grow and grow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Andy McEwen's back with another comment on this film, and he says, <laughs> "I'm in the same boat. I just don't get the end of the film." And I know See, that was a heavy discussion when we it were was talking about the episode. Yeah, we all had different interpretations, didn't we? Yeah. I don't think our interpretations were as much as <laughs> varied or like <laughs> out there as Mulholland Drive <laughs> thoughts, <True>. but <laughs> um, yeah, it was um, a variety of interpretations. So, I mean, I still think yeah. there's a similar interpretation to the end of The Shining. Like, maybe it's all a dream, the same as What's Up, Doc? For God's sake. <laughs> Anyway, moving anyway, on. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, before Barbara Streisand writes in and goes, you're talking nonsense. Um, Dirty Dancing. Carol Skugel says, watch this so many times. Nothing less than a classic. What's there not to like? The age Agreed. It's, oh, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, we discussed this. So, obviously, the casting, there, yes, there looks like there's a huge age gap, but, like, in the film, they're not that much of a There isn't much of a cap. Okay. Stop trying to ruin um, it. So Paul McConaughey <laughs> says, <laughs> this was a family favourite in our house. I think that was oh, Was that seen fast forward is in your house as well, Paul? Oh, yeah, what's, what's scene? scene? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Maybe I, it's a fa- family favourite once they were all over the age of 18. Maybe. However, it was a film I used to like love watching. I would watch it with my mum and I remember whenever my mum was working nights or whatever, I'd like stick it on, I wanna watch it. And the film always ended before that part of the film. Which yeah. according to my dad, that's when the film finishes. And then fast forwarded to Time of Your Life. <laughs> I, I remember I told my dad one time that I watched a film, I can't remember what it was. Um but there was like a topless woman in it at one point. Yeah. And I said to him, it's okay, I closed my eyes when that was on. And then he just said to me, "And how did you know when to open them again? And I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Oh dear, <laughs> well, that's a bit awkward. <laughs> um, lovely, Thomas Allen. I literally just witnessed a girl get on the subway carrying a watermelon. <laughs> I told Yvonne, see? Nobody puts baby in the corner. She told me to go home to bed. 
So Thomas is one of my good friends, and that's why he's he's written with that. He must have been listening to it at the same time as he's got on oh. the subway. <laughs> so wait, he's listening to the podcast while he's with Avon. Dear me. Do you know what? That wouldn't actually surprise me. It wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Susan Sims says, My favourite scene is Johnny crawling on the floor, miming, Baby, my sweet baby. Oh, you didn't sing it? Come on, of Gary. Of course I didn't. And, <laughs> uh, I'm, Susan, I'm not surprised that's your favourite scene, you rascal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we found out on the podcast, I think Sky told us that uh, that scene they were just rehearsing and messing about and it wasn't meant to be in the film. Ah. I'm sure that's what she said, so learn something new yeah. every day. Absolutely. We're throwing it right back, Gary. Throwing it back yeah. to before I even joined the podcast. We're going back to filth. Mm-hmm. My goodness. So, Paul Sterrett says, oh, I love filth. <laughs> I don't know why I read it. As if you said yeah, why you why <laughs> check spot the actor um hire me um oh i love filth (laughs) one of my fave films probably my favorite scottish film is it just weird that you're saying it you love filth like and it might not be the film you're talking about my family listened to this podcast i'm saying nothing (laughs) i love filth like three times now so Paul only wrote it once and you're like, just keep saying it. Yeah, there's there's a, oh, I love filth. Um, Jack Watson says James McAvoy is outstanding. Absolutely. And yeah, I think it's one of his strongest performances. Uh, followed closely by Split. You know, I still haven't seen filth. Uh, I need to get it watched. I mean, yeah, I, I know think I do. it's a good film, but I think it wouldn't be as good without James McAvoy in it. We're now moving on to controversial, crazy, stupid love. Sorry, it's crazy dot, no, sorry, it's crazy, comma, comma, stupid, (laughs) comma, love, which still doesn't make sense. Crazy, stupid, love. Yeah, we still don't know what they're talking about. They're just saying words. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anywho. So, Joe Gibson, big fan of this. Think the chemistry between Steve and Ryan is great. Just almost as good as Ryan and Emma. Which we didn't see much of. Anyway, it's okay. Moving if you want on. to see that, you go and watch La La Land. <laughs> anyway. um, easy Riding Raging Podcast. That's a bit of a tongue twister. What a twister. great name. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy easy. Stupid Love, Easy Riding Raging Podcast. <laughs> um, it's superb, an amazing cast, funny, lots of heart, one of the great rom coms, a film I'd recommend to anyone who hasn't seen it. Wow. I mean, we should maybe just get them on this podcast because that's just the perfect way to describe this film i feel like such a villain that i'm like no i didn't love it (laughs) um sorry everybody someone's got to hate it i guess i don't hate it i don't hate it i just don't get it (laughs) don't get the hype but you know can't be everybody's cup of tea no that's boring if it is so next to the aisle which is a podcast um, they have commented saying, my favourite scene is when Carell and Gosling are shopping together. So that's when he's getting his big makeover, isn't, isn't it? Extreme yeah. makeover. You're better than the gap. Joker Arcade says, Steve Carell is my favourite and hands down the best scene for me is the fight at the end with them and Kevin Bacon. It is yeah. the best scene in the film. It's interesting though that they've said... Uh, best scene for me is the fight at the end because it does feel like the climatic point but there's a good 
Like, yeah, there is still a bit to go. To go. After it, yeah. Yeah. But it does feel like the climax of the film at that point, where they Agreed. all finally meet. I think that's when I, you know, started to. That's when I was like, okay, I'm invested now. Like, I loved the twist and enjoyed that. And I think following on from that is when we do have that beautiful scene between uh, Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling in the yeah. bar. And um, I think that's my favourite scene, actually. It yeah, just, it's a good scene as well. just looks so effortless, yeah. the chemistry that they had. Like, the scene in the bar is great for, like, performances and the scene with the fight in the garden is, like, great for just being completely, like, insane and wacky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, wonderful comments. Keep them coming. Yeah, and remember you can review us on... Apple Music as well and help us get our ratings up. The more reviews we've got and the more ratings we've got the more listeners will find us so help mm. us to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. We are now going to announce what our next theme is, aren't we? Yes. Or do we drum roll? Am, am I saying it? Yeah! <laughs> Take two. You didn't go as long that time. Once more. <laughs> Sounds right. Okay. Right. This is the last time. Good versus evil. Ah, oh, I yeah. thought you were going to forget what it was. Yep. No. Good versus evil. What would you pick? Oh, what would I pick? Well, it makes me think very fairy tale esque. I'm kind of, I've jumped to a fairy tale sort of um, zone, which is interesting because I haven't seen a lot of the live action sort of fairy tale films. Do you know what? I really, really liked Cruella. That yeah, would be good to say, talk yeah. about. I feel like that's one of those films that um, seems to get a bit of a bad rap, but I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I like that too. I, there, there, there has to be a superhero film in there, doesn't there? Yes, yes. It's probably going to be that. Uh, I could see people picking Lord of the Rings. Mm, mm-hmm. I could see someone throwing their hat in there for a Harry Potter film as well. Yep. Um, maybe Star Wars? Possibly. It's interesting because yeah. we're going down a route of like quite extreme good versus evil, mm. but there will be so many films in there where maybe like the character is having some inner conflict or yeah. um, maybe some war film. If we had a have you had any oh. war film choices? I don't know. Um, well, there's a little bit of war, I guess, in The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, but it's not about mm-hmm. the war. I'm I'm interested to see what people pick. Something out of the box would be quite good. You made me think of Seven there. Like, mm-hmm. But you could maybe get some like cop thrillers as well. Yeah. Evil, which would be a bit more closer to home, I guess, than mm-hmm. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? That's, that's real life, no? <laughs> All takes place in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> now that we've announced the theme, if you have any suggestions of what you might pick, or if there's anyone out there um, that is thinking, hmm, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to join those two. It seems like good fun to yes. chat about films and stuff. Why did you laugh? Uh, just because you said it sounds like good fun, they're probably just screaming at us like down, down the head. <laughs> <laughs> that girl doesn't know what she's talking about. She keeps talking about filth. He keeps cracking jokes. It's just nonsense. Um, but yeah, um, would love to. Please reach out. It's always good to 
know that people are out there and listening. Uh, wonderful. Well, I'm Rebecca and you can still follow me on Instagram at RiddleRebecca and Twitter RiddleR. And I'm still Gary and you can still follow me at Pro on Instagram and on Twitter. And I don't think we've mentioned it, but if you enjoyed this episode, you can rate and review it. Please. (laughs) Subscribe, like, share, and you can also send us your comments to our email address, choosefilmpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the podcast at filmchoose on Twitter and choosefilmpodcast on Instagram. You've been listening to Choose Film Podcast and join us next time for hopefully our launch of Good versus Evil. I don't know why I went high school. Okay, quite, quite liked it. Quite Did it. you like it? <laughs> Did you like it in comparison to my drum roll or? <laughs> we'll see how we do next week. <laughs> Again, hire me, I'm available. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Bye. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Bye-bye.